Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this football season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports, including MLB, boxing, golf, and my personal favorite, MMA. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys a little more food for thought. In this week's Mindset, another lesson learned from a great night at Flex Fights. Uh, as per usual, I am joined by my furry co-host Slade. He's right here next to me where he likes to be. So should you hear rustling around, you know it's just that he wants to get a little more involved in the podcast. At any rate, uh, this past weekend, Saturday night, Flex Fights 17, uh, a rather brief night for us uh, in that we only had 12, or excuse me, 11 fights uh, that evening. And it kind of brings me right away to the lesson that we had from this weekend, because when the, when the fight card was first scheduled and we first started putting it together, uh, there were many more fights on the card. And even a lot of the fighters who were on the card dealt with a lot of opponent changes. Uh, even still, with the amount of fighters, the, the amount of fights that we had, we still had a bunch of late replacements. People taking the fight on a week's notice, right? On two weeks' notice, ten days' notice, which is definitely commendable and so forth. But as much as you feel for them, you also feel for their opponents as well. And that was definitely the case. I mean, even we walked into weigh-ins Friday morning with 12 fights on the calendar. And then by the time we walked out, we had 11 fights because one fighter never showed up. And I think pulled out at the, at the very last moment. So nonetheless, um, it, it led me to kind of this food for thought, right? I was talking to one of the fighters, a gentleman by the name of Jessen, uh, very successful in the flex cage. And, um, he was talking about his training and he had gone through three different opponent changes, including his opponent who eventually wound up taking the fight on a week's notice, flying out from California and everything. And he was talking about his experience in the fact that he'd been through three opponents. And what he said to me, he goes, you know, I can't worry about that. I can't worry about what they're going to do. I can't worry about specializing my training for my opponent. I have to make sure that I'm ready for anybody because we know by the time fight day gets here, I might be dealing with anybody. So I never change my training for my opponent. I always am ready to go with anybody. I train as though I'm going to be fighting George St. Pierre. 
That's my my mindset. I train like I need to fight somebody with that well-rounded skill set. I want to be in shape to go with them and so forth. And it obviously paid off as Jessen, who, like I said, is very successful, um, got another win on in his win column uh, and by his trademark rear naked choke. That's like his go-to out of his now seven wins, five of them are rear naked chokes, six out of six finishes, which is a very impressive, very dominant skill. But nonetheless, um, just kind of gives me, brings me reason to talk about a mindset or a, a little food for thought that we have talked about previously, maybe not in this exact way, but again, it's just something that to me makes so much sense. And it's something that I have to even remind myself sometimes. And, you know, this is all, you know, I tell you guys often that when I'm talking to you guys in the podcast, quite often I'm talking to myself as well. And this is certainly one of those cases as well, because this is definitely something I need to remind myself sometimes. And I was saying it to my class last night, that in life, there are some times that we can control the deck, so to speak. We can control which card's going to come out, and we can control what we're going to do with the card based on what's in our hand. We can control the circumstances and everything. But there are other times where we didn't create the situation. We didn't create what life put forth for us. And instead of being able to create our own circumstance or something like that, we're left having to play the cards that were dealt, regardless of what they are, regardless how good they are for us, and so forth. So we have to make sure that we're prepared to deal with whatever deal of the deck that we get. And to me, that's something, like I said, that I have to remind myself of very, very often, because, you know, there's only so many circumstances in the world that we can control. And sometimes might call me a control freak after this. Sometimes I get a little frustrated by the things I can't control. But I think that's part of being a human being and part of holding myself and the things that I do to high standards. You know, like I, it frustrates me when I'm going to do commentary for fights and I can't nail down one of the fighters at the weigh-ins. I just not able to get a hold of them. Now, again, that may not be a circumstance. It's my fault. It may not be something I can control. Maybe they get to the weigh-ins late. Maybe I get pulled into doing another direction randomly, and it's not something that I can can control. So because of that, I can't sit there and, and get upset by it and let it ruin my day and let it make me do everything else that I'm doing in a worse way. Instead, I have to refocus myself and realize, okay, with this particular fighter, for example, I have to go about getting the information in a different way, whether I have to find them on fight night or if I have to go based off of the, the little paperwork they fill out for us. Regardless, I have to be able to play the cards that I'm dealt. You know, uh, the same kind of things happen in my school. You know, I can't control everything that ever happens to every kid or adult in my school ever. You know, I can't control what might happen, what might be said to them in the locker room, what outside influences might ha happen outside of the school, you know, what a parent might see versus not see. I can't control these things. And as much as I would like to sometimes be able to just grab a hold of everything and just control every little microcosm, can't. And it's because of that, that I, that we have to remember that circumstances are often thrust upon us in life. 
as much as we try to control things, as much as we try to be in the driver's seat for as much as we can, and we're going to be in the driver's seat for as much as we can, there are some times that you got to sit in the passenger seat and life's taking the wheel and you just kind of got to go for the ride. Now, how we handle that and so forth, that I want to get into a little bit later. But for now, I really just want to focus on, on the mindset and the idea that we have to be okay with the fact. And like I said, as someone who likes to control things and have all the ducks in a row like I do, it's a difficult thing for me to for me to surrender the reins over sometimes. But we have to remember that we can't control every moment of life. We just can't. And when that happens to us, what's super important is we don't, is that we're prepared mentally for that. We don't allow that to completely throw us off course. Because I'm sure you, like me, know some people who are absolutely wonderful at controlling things that they're already in control of, that they control the circumstances of and so forth, right? If they're in their environment, if they're the one in the driver's seat, if everything's going right, they're doing well, they're doing great, and they're super in control of it. And that's a spectacular quality to have. And it makes the times when you're in the driver's seat much, much easier. But we also know that there are those same people who might be great when they're in the driver's seat, that as soon as you put them in the passenger seat, they're terrible. They're, str- they're trying to fight for the back for control as hard as they can. And I'm not just talking about backseat drivers like Mrs. Sensei, because she is all terrible. <laughs> I'm talking about the people who can't accept that some things in life are outside of their control, who don't even venture out into things where they're not in control. That, to me, is the biggest and telling thing about a person and how well they they can play the cards that they're dealt. If they won't even delve out of their comfort zone, if they won't even step out into the other things that there are to do, then how in the world is this person ever going to grow? They're going to stay huddled in their little shell. They're going to stay in the little ball that is their life forever. And we know plenty of people like this. We can think of people like this who've worked their same safe job and their same safe neighborhood and their same safe house. But deep down, they're not happy, right? Because they're so unwilling to give a change to the status quo to put themselves in a situation where they don't control everything, that they're not they're not able to take the leap into the better place that life might lead them if they give up that little bit of control, right? And like I said, as much as we might want to, we can't control everything. I have to remind myself of that sometimes. But when those moments come that we can't control, that's when it's important that we remember that it's not just about how you play the cards that are already in your hand. Life's also about how you play the cards that you're dealt. And I want to get into that a little bit more about how we have to fix our mindset there and how we go about playing those cards and what's important in that that instance. But before I do, I want to announce, I told you last week that I've got kind of a big thing going here uh, with Magic Mind, and I wanted to get into that this week. So tomorrow, or actually today, as you guys are listening, uh, October the 12th, I'm beginning a a challenge that um, Magic Mind is putting on. You know I love challenges. This is no different. And it's referred to as the 14 Days of Magic Challenge. So 
the basic the basic premise of the 14 days of uh of magic challenge is very simple what you're going to do is you're trying to better yourself and other people for 14 days so be you know those things in your life that you have written down on your to-do list or those things that are like on that mental to-do list way in the back of your head they're like mm, i'll get to that someday when i'm ready i'll do that the whole idea of the 14 days of magic challenge is that you start tackling those things and i have a few of those things uh, but the, to me my main focus is going to be on bettering my work-life balance that's a way that I, I sometimes struggle. I sometimes have a hard time putting work away when I'm when I'm not at my school and so forth. So that's something I'm going to work on for the next 14 days. Um, because like I said, you know, I love challenges. I just finished the dog walk challenge. More on that later. Um, so uh, like I said, I'm starting this on October the 12th. Basically, you're going to drink a, mi a magic mind shot uh, every morning to boost your energy and focus. If you guys don't remember magic mind, it's a one ounce shot. You take it right alongside your morning coffee. It's got 12 active ingredients designed to stimulate your focus, your creativity, energy, and motivation while decreasing your stress and oxidation. And it's going to help you with post-workout soreness. So what I want you guys to do is very, very simple. Um, I want you guys to, as always, go to magicmind.co, but this time go to slash 14 days of magic. You're going to get any magic mind pack. I want you to use my promo code, which is sensei14. You're going to get 20% off. And then I want you to take the 14 days of magic challenge because every time that that 14 days of magic hashtag appears on social media, you are helping the Amazon rainforest hat. Let's get to that. So magic mind is going to donate $10 for every 10,000 hashtag 14 days of magic uh, hashtags they see on social media, YouTube, uh, TikTok, Instagram, anywhere that you use it, there, you're helping boost that number and you're increasing their donation on November 30th to the Amazon rainforest. So I nominate all of you guys, all of you guys who are listening, join me on the 14 days of magic challenge, better yourself for 14 days, work on those things you haven't been, get your magic mind again, magicmind.co slash 14 days of magic using promo code sensei 14 for your 20% off. And not only are you going to help yourself, but you're also going to help the Amazon rainforest magic mind. Do more, stress less. So back to our food for thought for today. Um, as we're thinking about playing the cards that were dealt, uh, in fighting, this is often referred to as rolling with the punches. I'm sure we've all heard that expression as well. Right? Because one thing I, I tell to my students on a frequent basis, and this is true in combat as well as life, you can never control the actions of another person. You just can't. You can limit their options. You can lead them in certain directions, but you can't control their actions as much as we might like to. So when dealing with other people, quite often, we have to be able to roll with the punches. We have to be able to do whatever it is is necessary in those moments. So let's talk about how to approach these things a little bit. See, I think the single most important thing, and it's going to sound very basic and very simple when I say it, but it's the most important thing, in my opinion. The most important thing when it comes to being able to roll with the punches, to being able to find your best self in those moments, being able to better play those cards that you're dealt is simple. It's having a positive mindset, 
Right. The people with the woe is me mindset, those chicken littles that we discussed last week, if you're if you're busy focused on the negative aspect of everything, then how are you ever going to uh, then how are you ever going to um how are you ever gonna be able to roll with the punches? How's that ever gonna work? Never going to. You're never gonna find the bright side of anything. Because listen, there's plenty uh, we all know plenty of people in life who've been dealt some pretty horrible circumstances that definitely don't deserve it. person that comes to my mind as soon as I bring it up is Sensei Joe Curran. I one of the most motivational, inspirational guys that I know uh, in, my, in my life. I've known him for years. But more importantly, uh, I've talked about his heart condition in the past. And with that in mind, when you think about that heart condition, there's a man who's done nothing but good in his life. Uh, I'm sure he'll admit to some mistakes, but he spent the overwhelming majority of his life in order to help others, in order to do the right thing by a lot of people. And life pays him back by basically killing him. Right? Like, hey, if you don't, if you don't get a major operation, we're going to heart transplant. If you don't, if you're not literally heartless for, uh, you know, without a heart for a few minutes, we can give you a replacement. You will die. There's a guy who didn't not only didn't ask for that, he didn't choose that. He didn't bring that upon himself. He was born with a heart defect. You know, that's a card that he was dealt. And when you talk to him, he's still one of the most positive people you'll ever want to meet. And to me, that's simply a, a factor of mindset, of that positive mindset. And you, you hear this story all the time about how important positivity is. But it is not your circumstances that determine your outcome. It isn't. It's what you do with those circumstances. And sure, there are certain circumstances that are different than others, of course. And there are certain th times that, you know, certain circumstances have a higher percentage of one thing or the other. But it's really what you do with those circumstances that matter. You know, I mean, th there are plenty of people who decide who they're going to be when they're five years old because of the circumstances life gave them. And they just are that person for life. But then there are other people who realize that they are in control. It's their actions. It's not their circumstances. It's what they choose to do, not what life dealt them, that really matter. Because you can't always choose. You can't. Listen, Sensei Curran didn't choose that, that, heart, that heart defect, right? There are children who are born to parents that die when the, parent, when the child was very young. They didn't ask for that. Right, there are, are all sorts of circumstances. Right, people who develop cancer out of nowhere. Right, they didn't ask for any of these circumstances, but their prognosis, what happens on the other side of these circumstances, a lot of that is within their control. Not every bit, but a lot, because if they start with a positive mindset, if they start with realizing that, yeah, we can never. In life, we, we will never, ever, ever achieve everybody starting from the exact same place. It's never going to happen. Never going to happen. But what we can control is our effort and our mindset and our perception of how we move forward. Because, listen, there's no two people in the world who've lived exactly the same life, who had exactly the same circumstance. It just never has happened. But what do you do in those circumstances? How positive is your mind in those circumstances? Are you letting those circumstances beat you up? Those cards that you were dealt, 
Are you finding a way to turn them to the negative? Because if you are, it's not helping you. It's only making it worse. I don't, I'll give you a silly example of this, right? I'm sure you guys have had this where you have to make a phone call that you don't want to make. I, I had this right after I reopened my school from COVID. Um, there's a few utility companies that um, I deal with here on Long Island. And one of them, every time I call them, they're a pain in the neck. Every time. Like there's literally four companies I got to deal with. And most of them are a dream. In fact, three out of the four called me in COVID. and like, we're really cool. Um, the other one, I had to call them one day. I was on hold for eight hours. So when it was time to call them again and get things going again after we were locked down, I was so uh, about the whole thing. I was so frustrated about the idea of having to make the call. It sat on my to-do list for like two weeks to call them. And I cycled through a bunch of other stuff too because I would look at it and I would get angry. And I knew that was a call. Like I didn't choose to be locked down. I didn't choose all that other stuff. But now COVID had forced me into these circumstances. And I sat there and I built it up in my mind that it was going to be this fight and it was going to be so annoying and it was going to take all day. And I got so annoyed by it that I finally pick up the phone and I'm ready. My teeth are gritted. I'm thinking about, you know, how I'm going to fight with them to get what I want, who I'm going to ask for, this, that, the other. Make the call. I'm on the phone for about 15 minutes. I get exactly what I want. Thank you very much for your business. How was it? It was, it was honestly a super easy phone call. And I built it up so much in my mind that like even after I hung up the phone, I was like, so, oh, oh. I was still like amped up. And then I let go. And once I let go, I realized, oh, wait, that wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was. I, I built it up to be uh, this, this crazy, scary Ivan Drago of a phone call in my mind. When in reality, it was just whatever the first bad guy, the first opponent in um, uh Mike Tyson's punch out. I can't remember his name. Whatever he was, right? It, it, like we went from level one of Duck Hunt, or rather we went from Ivan Drago to level one of Duck Hunt like that because I built it up in my mind. Because negativity doesn't help anything, right? You know those people who get like a little sick and they get like angry about they get sick and then they're like grumpy on top of the sick. So now they're like actively doing the things they shouldn't be doing. You know, oh, I should be out doing all the stuff in my yard. So now they're out while they're sick doing all this extra crazy yard work and stuff they probably weren't going to do anyway. But because life told them, oh, you shouldn't be doing this, now they're really going after it, right? And now as a result, they're sick for much longer. And the same is true with so many other people. I mean, we see people who have a bad interaction with their parents when they're young, you know, once or twice. And then they hold on to that resentment for years and they continue to make choices for their whole life based on that one interaction. And now that one moment of that their life, that one interaction defines who they are for forever. They didn't choose that bad interaction with their parents, but they chose to hold on to that negativity for their whole life, right? Like, I, I'm sure you guys have, have had people like this where like they got into an argument with somebody one time and that person pressed like just the right button in the person where that button that they pressed, it stayed pressed for years, for decades. You know, like, you hear them and decades later, they're still like, yeah, and that time, blah. And they still spit out that thing that that person said to them like they said it yesterday. Why are they holding on to this resentment? Well, because they didn't choose it. They didn't choose that interaction. Then life dealt them a card. 
and they didn't just play it. Now they're holding on to this negativity and they're making it worse. They're making it worse. Right? Think about it. Right? You got a broken leg and then you go run a mile. You're making that break worse. Right? Obviously an extreme example. But nonetheless, this is how life works with a negative attitude too. The negativity, a negative mind is only going to make those cards that you didn't choose that much harder to play. So you have to always approach it with a positive mind and realize that you're strong enough to overcome anything. Because as of right now, your record for overcoming your bad days, those worst days, is 100%. You, you, your, your win ratio over those bad days, 100%. So when those bad days, when those bad circumstances are thrust upon you, and you didn't choose them, but they're there now, realize you've dealt with bad circumstances before. You've gotten past every single one you've ever faced. You're on the other side of every one of them. So don't let them put you in a tailspin that's going to control you and make this worse. Stay positive. Start there. Because then you can easily find your way out. So that's all I have for you guys today. As always, I want you guys to reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. On Twitter and Instagram, you're going to find me at sensei underscore leonelli. It's S-E-N-S-E-I underscore L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. Um, when you're on Instagram, make sure that you're putting up those social media posts of you being a better person for 14 days using hashtag 14 days of magic. That way, Magic Mind can donate even more into uh, saving the Amazon. Make sure you're going to magicmind.co slash 14 days of magic using my promo code sensei14. You're going to get 20% off. If you subscribe, uh, it's going to, you're going to save even more. As always, you can find my school on, on, uh, line at tskSmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook or facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown on Twitter and Instagram at tsmma underscore Smithtown. Uh, you can find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. You can find uh, me everywhere on the internet here on my link tree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. There's even a link in there where you can get to the Flex Fight 17 on demand. So that way you guys can watch Jessen and all the other athletes who performed super, super well. Uh, as always, uh, you can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com, pictured right here. Other than that, my friends, that is all I have for you guys this week. So until next time, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.